Hello, music teacher friends! Welcome to episode number 91 of the Beyond Measure podcast. Christina Whitlock here, your anytime piano teacher friend, ready to spend a few minutes with you as we consider what exactly the year ahead of us holds. (laughs) Regardless of where you are in life or in the world, you are welcome here. Let's dive in. It should come as no surprise that I am a big fan of goal setting. (laughs) I believe there is great power in naming our goals and articulating them in the most direct ways possible, mostly because that's the only way I can ever seem to get them done. (laughs) Now, setting attainable goals, (laughs) well... That's very much a different struggle, and I'm hoping we can tackle both of those today. Specifically, I am wondering if you have set a goal for your studio life this year. Now, whenever we talk about studio goals, our teacher brains often go to things like incentive programs or specific focuses in the repertoire or competition entries or whatever the case may be. But that's not really where I'm going with this today. I want to talk about you as an educator. Do you have a goal for this year? I talked about the importance of naming our objectives way back in episode number 45. But it is really easy in this teacher life to get swept up in a twister of ideas that you want to put to use. We live in a world where we have access to so much music and so many games and so many manipulatives to reinforce every possible concept, and it is just so much. It's easy to get caught up in collecting more ideas and more things, but failing to give yourself a really clear goal in that process. So that's what we're talking about today, setting a specific attainable goal. Before we dive too deep into this, I just wanted to mention that many of you are probably already familiar with the idea of a SMART goal. For those of you who might be new to the concept, this is basically the idea that the word SMART can serve as an acronym for the words specific measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound. So SMART goals are goals that are specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound. I feel like there are oodles of podcasts out there and other resources who have talked about SMART goals, so I'm using that as a general framework for today, but I'm not going to obsess over it too much. (laughs) That's not my goal. (laughs) Get it? (laughs) Okay, so as this new school year gets rolling, I want you to think about what you would like to achieve as an educator this year. 
Now, friends, there are so many possibilities. (laughs) You know it, and I do too. The reason we have to start here, though, is because we have, again, access to so much stuff that can be an aid to our teaching. But if we get carried away buying all the music and all the materials and attempting to use all the technology, instead of actually improving our teaching, we've really just accumulated a lot of stuff and muddied up our brains with an overwhelming number of possibilities. So, what is a teacher to do? (laughs) Well, we need to get really clear on what we hope to accomplish this year. Many times, especially in independent studio teacher world, this could be an area of running our studios that we want to improve. For me, (laughs) there's always a lengthy list of things I would like to get better at, you know, running through my brain all of the time. (laughs) However, what's that recurring life lesson I talk about all the time? (laughs) Oh yeah, when we try to do everything, nothing gets done really well, right? So, it's time to make a decision. (laughs) And seriously, I really am talking straight to you today. What is the one thing you would like to focus on this year? It doesn't even have to be a point of like tremendous improvement because maybe at this stage of the game, you feel like you're in a good groove and rather than wanting to feel bogged down by the need to get better at something, you'd rather just set a goal to hold a specific kind of end-of-year studio performance. Maybe this is the year that you try a themed recital, and everything you do this year is going to be working toward that one final performance. I don't know if that's a great example or not, but I just wanted to make the point that not every goal has to involve some radical improvement to your life. Look, No one carries a bigger obsession with living in a constant state of improvement more than me. (laughs) Being a lifelong learner and doing my best to grow in every season, like that is hugely important to me. I do, however, think there are times in life where we can let ourselves just breathe for a minute and not go down that rabbit hole of obsessing over every point of possible improvement. So maybe that's where you are. If you are not wildly interested in learning anything new this year or setting big goals that you are not really motivated to achieve in the first place, (laughs) that can work for now. It's fine. I mean, live in your season, as Kendra Adachi says, right? Live in your season. (laughs) So if that's the boat you're in, like not pursuing any giant improvements, but simply wanting to tread water right where you are this year, I would still suggest that you should set a goal or two for your teaching this year, just because it helps us to work in a particular direction rather than just floating around day to day. So, 
This is the question, my friends. <laughs> what are you hoping to accomplish this year in your studio? Maybe you want more students, or less students, or more dedicated students, or a new level of income, or funds for a new piece of equipment. I know teachers every single year who vow to implement more improvisation into their lessons, right? Or more composition, or more technique, more sight reading, more rhythm work, more chords, more collaboration. You know, the list goes on and on. So, are any of those ideas standing out to you? You need to pick one. And notice, I said, pick one, just for now. Don't attempt to overhaul your entire approach to teaching technique and implement more improvisation and pair everybody up with new duet partners. <laughs> oh, and give a sight reading challenge every week. Don't do that all at once. <laughs> I want you to think about any recent purchases that you have made for your studio. Oh yes, I'm coming for you, friends. <laughs> Do those purchases hold any clues toward your goals for this year? Like, is there a specific concept or genre of teaching that you are hoping to improve? Let's say you just invested in Forrest Kinney's pattern playbooks great series, by the way. <laughs> but if you did that, it looks like improvisation is on your mind and you should aim your attention in that direction. Maintain your regular approach to lessons in all the other areas and simply work towards implementing regular improv. That is a great goal and it's enough. You cannot overhaul everything at once. You don't even need to. <laughs> Just choose one thing, all right? Maybe your goal is more related to, like, an aspect of studio maintenance. Maybe you want to improve the way that you organize and keep track of your printed materials. Or maybe you want to spend more time working on how you communicate and enforce your studio policies. Maybe you're wanting to hit a specific benchmark on your actual income from teaching. I mean, these are all great, worthy goals. But again, you need to pick one to focus your attention on first. So what is the thing that's going to make you finish this year feeling accomplished? Is it following through on your meal planning for the year? Is it developing a system to actually put your books away at the end of each night instead of letting them accumulate into giant piles? <laughs> Is it a way to actually know what digital licenses you hold to what pieces? <laughs> Is it designating time to read more pedagogically-based books or publications? Maybe it's catching up on a series of webinars that you purchased but have never watched. <laughs> Is it writing an article for publication or learning a new piece of repertoire or attending a specific event? I don't know. But if you're anything like me, your first instinct is to choose all of the above. <laughs> I quite literally want to do all of those things. <laughs> 
spend most of my life. That's exactly what I've tried to do. All the things. (laughs) Even when I know better, (laughs) it doesn't stop me. I know that I am far from the only voice on the internet telling you to do these things these days, but apparently we all need the reminder. So here it is for the millionth time. Choose one thing, my friend. So maybe you're listening to me say this and you are feeling kind of overwhelmed or uninspired And either way, you're having a tough time figuring out what this one goal should be, right? I know some of you are feeling that way. So I would suggest that you start by asking yourself how you want to feel this upcoming school year. Like what emotion or sensation is missing from your life right now? Do you want to feel more accomplished Do you want to feel more prepared? (laughs) Do you want to feel more connected? Do you want to feel more rested? Ooh, (laughs) again, these are all good things that we all want to feel, obviously. But which one feels like it's really missing from your life right now? What emotion do you want to feel, but for whatever reason, it's struggling to find its way to you? If you want to feel accomplished, ask yourself, what is going to get me to that feeling? Maybe it's writing that article or designing that new studio incentive program you've been dreaming about. Maybe it's just cleaning out your file drawer. I mean, what is going to make you feel accomplished? If you're wanting to feel more prepared, like what is it that you need to prep? Spend your energy planning. It's really important. We plan our food, repertoire, activities. I mean, whatever it is, get planning. (laughs) If you are tired of feeling like you're flying by the seat of your pants all the time, (laughs) figure out what the pain point is and get cracking at it. If you want to feel more connected to your students and their families, figure out what is standing in the way. Do you need to communicate more frequently or just better? Do you need to prioritize relationships over tasks? Like what's getting in the way? If you want to feel more rested, (laughs) then you, friend, need to do a serious audit of your time and you need to decide, uh, you know, how you're going to prioritize whatever it is that's going to allow you to feel better in your own skin. Now, I have episodes that apply to all of those desired feelings and many more, and I will link those in the show notes for this episode. So be sure to click on this episode and check out those details for more inspiration geared towards your specific goal when you figure out what it is. Now, obviously, we could troubleshoot these problems all day, but I do hope this little reminder to set one goal for the coming year or coming months or whatever is helpful to you. I also wanted to mention this. Do you remember that whole like smart goal thing I mentioned at the beginning of the episode? The idea that all the goals we should set 
need to be specific and measurable and achievable, relevant and time-bound? Well, I just wanted to speak to that all-important point of being measurable for one quick second, okay? (laughs) Whatever you decide your goal is, will you do me a favor and please make sure that there is a way to actually measure its success later down the line? For example, if you have a goal to make more money this year, you need to set a number for how much money it is that you want to earn. Otherwise, you are going to get stuck chasing this monster of more and more and more. And since you never set a goal, you won't ever really feel accomplished. Now, the same could be said if you're trying to build a social media following or an email list or enroll more students to your studio or whatever. Like, if you can put a number on your goal, then please do. Setting a number as a goal will just allow you to have something measurable, like a benchmark of your success. Don't just say, well, I want my students to play more music this year. (laughs) That is too vague. But if you, for instance, vow to make sure your students are covering two pieces from every historical style period, in addition to whatever other genres they enjoy, now that is measurable, and it will give all parties involved something to celebrate when it's done. Okay, so I thought I'd throw this in here just as a fun little cliffhanger. I thought I would let you know that in next week's episode, I am going to be talking about the big goal that I have set for my studio life this year. (laughs) So if you want to know what it is, you are going to have to tune in next week to find out. (laughs) And now, as you are stewing over that one, let's have a toast to one another, shall we? (laughs) Let's raise those glasses. music teacher friends from all over the world, let's get right down to it today. What is the one thing you want to accomplish this year that is going to allow you to feel however it is you want to feel? (laughs) Maybe that's vague, but I do hope it's the reminder you need not to try to accomplish all the things right away. We all know that slow and steady wins the race. (laughs) The importance of baby steps and all of those things. I mean, we are music teachers, for goodness sake. We say these things all day long. (laughs) This is just one more area of our lives in which we need to walk it out. Focus on one thing at a time. I really hope you've gained some clarity today as to what your one thing might be. But if you haven't yet, I hope you will take some time to think about it, like today. Set a timer for 20 minutes and just brainstorm all the possibilities. And in the end, be relentless in pursuing that emotion that you want to feel more of. In the meantime, this is me raising my glass to you, my studio teacher friend, who is worthy of all the good things life has to offer. 
<laughs> here, here. And that is a wrap on episode number 91. Friends, be sure to check out the show notes for this episode where I am sharing some other relevant episodes to this one, links on how you can support this podcast, and all kinds of other good stuff. Once you've decided on your one goal for the time being, I would super duper love it if you would leave me a voicemail and tell me what you landed on. You can do that by clicking the link, you guessed it, in the show notes for this episode. (laughs) If you have any questions about how to find show notes or anything else for that matter, you can email me anytime at beyondmeasurepodcast at gmail.com or Of course, you can always come find me on Instagram and Facebook. Hey, thanks for being such great teacher friends. Onward and upward to your next right one thing this week. (laughs) Let's talk soon. Mm